Hey, what's up? This is Vinny with Gokshin, and this is Wrecked. Hello and welcome everybody to Wrecked Podcast. I am your host, Chamber. I am all alone today, unfortunately. Uh, we have Bunchu out on business this week. And Cynthia is having a few technical difficulties. She's actually uh, in the midst of ordering a new microphone. Uh, so I'm solo by myself, but I have the pleasure to be speaking with Vinny from Gokstein Magazine. We were talking before the show um, about the pronunciation of uh, Gokstein, and uh, I wasn't sure if it was Gokstein or Gokstein, and we both agreed that Gokstein magazine sounded much better. Uh, hey, Vinny, how you doing? How you doing today? Yeah, I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. Uh, thanks for having me, man. It's an absolute pleasure. Oh man, no, it's it's good to have you. Uh, I, I was actually, um, I didn't realize how young the magazine actually was. I remember seeing, I guess it must have been the first issue uh, with. Uh, is I want to say Justin Sons on the first issue. Yeah, correct. Yep, uh, Justin was our debut issue, and that was March 2019. Yes, correct. Yeah, so I yeah I remember seeing that first one. I thought it looked pretty good. I thought I just assumed there was more, but uh, you guys are doing I would say pretty uh, pretty well considering you literally just dropped your second issue, correct? Yeah, definitely. Um, we definitely hit the ground running. That's for sure. Um, and honestly. I can't say enough. Is it's all about the team that we build. Um, you know, our, our team does like a fantastic job. Um, you know how we all work together. We have like calls and stuff like that. But it's it's more so like we're like a little family. But we're all working towards this common goal of you know getting our work out there and you know sharing it with everybody. So I was reading the like the you know the the about us section of the website. Um, and I, I just want to give a quick description for those who may not be familiar with the, with the magazine. Uh, so Gokstein is a new comprehensive crypto and lifestyle initiative offering uh, a monthly magazine and trading. Uh, it, you guys also have uh, education on Discord, uh, a podcast, and so much more. Uh, so you guys are really doing a lot of stuff uh, here. It says uh, your mission at Gokstein is to offer your community insights into both technical and physical world, uh, that you believe that communication is key, that you also help uh, brands reach wider audiences with your marketing services, uh, design services, and dev services. So uh, you guys are trying to, uh, this is, this is some, some pretty heavy stuff uh, right, out of the, right out of the gates. Um, you said you, you'd mentioned it was all with the team. Who's a part of this this all-star team that you guys have over there? Uh, well, first and foremost, obviously, uh, DG, um, David as well. Um, he's like a big brother to me, essentially. Uh, me and David knew known each other for uh, quite a bit of time. And mm-hmm. uh, a lot of the uh, founding core team members, um, we essentially all worked together previously. Um, so we all knew each other. Um, and, whether, oh, sorry, where are you guys based out of? That's, that's, that's the beauty of this is... You know, essentially our whole team is is scattered across the globe. Interesting. Uh, like, yeah, like myself and, and David are, you know, from New York. Okay. Um, 
but then our art director is based in Australia. Um, our lead designer is also from Australia, and then our editor-in-chief is from England. We have another writer from England. We have our content managers from Virginia, and then we have other writers from Canada. Um, it, it's really it's really cool, man. It's really cool to see how, you know, like a, a common thing can bring people together from all over the globe to, you know, achieve something like this. That's fantastic. I, we're, it's really amazing what you can do these days. Uh, like we're we're in, in the same boat. Like I'm from Canada myself. Uh, Bunchu, uh, he's from New York State, and uh, Cynthia's from Florida. So uh, thank goodness we're all in the same time zone. So at least we can kind of, you know, get to work at the same time. Uh, but yeah, I would imagine the you know people working in Australia, people working in England, time zones play a factor a little bit. I would I would assume. Yes, most definitely. Um, to an extent. You can, basically we are able to get, I guess, two time zones usually at one time. So sure. it's usually us and, uh, the, you know, the folks from Australia. Because mm -hmm. uh, they're, you know, depending on where they are, either 13 to 15 hours ahead, something like that. Oh, goodness. Um, but to try to get everybody on the call at the same time, no matter what time it is <laughs> in somebody's realm of somebody's sleeping, other, right? It's going to be three in the morning somewhere, <laughs> <laughs> you know? So it's, it's, uh, it's either hopefully, uh, there's no work the next day or it, it better be very important to make that meeting. <laughs> right. Know? No kidding. No kidding. So hey, Vinny, when, when did you get into crypto? Uh, obviously this is a, a crypto and lifestyle magazine, but, uh, what, specifically crypto, when, when did you get, uh, when did you dip your toe in? Uh, I would say fully like dip my toe in. I would have to be honest and say like the first time I purchased was probably in the middle of 2017. That's not uh, too bad. Yeah, it, it it was nice. You know what I mean? It like and the reason like I've heard I heard about Bitcoin and and I heard about crypto. You know, a few years you know prior and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But I, I was like out of you know I guess like. I would say like my ele my element a little bit as far as you know fully understanding and embracing it. Um, like when I was younger and stuff, like I was more in tuned with I guess the stuff that you know I'm I'm involved with today because I used to do a lot of like online gaming and stuff. I used to play like sure. Counter Strike and all that stuff. So yep. I was like you know into this stuff and that stuff. Well, I feel anyway like it goes hand in hand. You know that this kind of tech and stuff. See, I feel I got robbed. Like I got in after you. I got in in late uh, 2017. Um, but and and like just like yourself, I had heard of it at least a couple of years before. Uh, probably actually, I know I know I have because it was probably right around Mo uh, Mount Gox. Um, I'm I'm a big uh, I'm a big fan of different recreational drugs. Oh, uh, wow. And I feel like I got gypped on the on the you know the Silk Road stuff. Uh, I feel like it would have been right in my wheelhouse, and uh, I missed the boat completely. I could have been in in Bitcoin in like 2012, 2013, and and been, you know, getting high and getting rich. <laughs> oh, de definitely. So whatever, we're being opus open here. Oh yeah, yeah. No, this little, is what we do here. Sure. Awesome. Fun fact. Um, once upon a time, I was at a sleepaway camp for about 30 to 90 days i'm sure uh -huh. you can understand the type of sleepaway camp yeah so certain certain places like this they had limited computer access and whatnot to certain sure. places but there were individuals that were in there that were keen to 
uh, I guess you could say dev work and navigating our way <laughs> around the systems. So at the sleepaway camp, this is where, you know, Bitcoin came to my ear, you know, again. And it was like, oh, yeah, you know, it would be cool. We can order these things. And uh, at sleepaway camp, everybody could be, you know, having a real good time here. <laughs> so, uh, how, how old were you? <laughs> this is awesome. This is yeah, like... no, this was like, I would say about f- uh, five years ago. So this was like probably my mid-20s. So oh, okay. That's a good time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. It was, it was, um, it was eventful. But uh, to say the least, uh, we forgot the part of where uh, the mail gets screened coming in and stuff. And uh, uh... people are like, yeah, these stickers don't really look like stickers, you know, and it just it just didn't work out for the kid and uh just short that's, story uh that was the end of my bad. sleepaway camp oh that's too bad well i was looking somebody had uh i was on twitter the other day and somebody had posted a screenshot of like a uh, silk road product and it was like you know there's like pot and mushrooms and like ecstasy i want to say and like the prices were like 30 bitcoin 40 bitcoin and you start thinking like probably at the time that was like 30 40 bucks uh you know, worth of Bitcoin, and it's just, I couldn't imagine spending that much now. Obviously, right? Like thinking, knowing what you know now, imagine spending forty dollars on an eighth of uh, shitty weed uh, would probably be a little upsetting. Yeah, but but not even that. We were, we were having a meeting the other day, and uh, I was talking to one of my writers, uh, uh, Crypto Mikhail, and it was funny, like that he bumped into somebody on the street, and he was just talking Bitcoin with them. And he was just the regular guy, you know, just regular stoner and stuff. And he was, you know, the guy was like, oh, yeah, what's Bitcoin at now? And, you know, he told him, he was like, what? No way. You know what I mean? Like, people are just like forgot, like just completely like forgot about Bitcoin. Like that was their only source, I guess, for those people at that time. Yeah. But now, like he basically just told him, like, dude, like you're like a you know you're you're a millionaire if you're telling me that's how many you have or all these people that use it for that how much you know bitcoin they have left over that were never used for that purpose or can now be like a life-changing amount of money for these people it's that's bananas right like that's just crazy imagine yeah imagine just stoning out and forgetting you had like coinbase account and uh it turns out you have 60 bitcoins tucked away in there somewhere oh that'd be all right <laughs> so uh, you had mentioned you and David, uh, you guys worked together uh, prior to uh, doing the magazine. Um, we we were friends for a while. Or just friends? Okay, I wasn't sure if it was work together or friends. But w- w- like, what did you do prior to uh, the magazine? Like, what uh, what industries you know did you did you work in and and, and stuff like that? Uh, personal. Um, I I did uh, sales and management for a while for mm-hmm. uh, Verizon Wireless. Um, but also I have like a family business as well. Nice. Uh, so yeah, I guess a little jack of all trades. You know? That's all right. And you're still a young guy, so you got a lot of a lot of career left in you. The ch- it changes pretty frequently. But this, I'm I I, I got to tell you, I'm pretty impressed. Uh, Cynthia, obviously one of the one of the reasons uh, we're talking today is uh, you guys uh, featured Cynthia in your Women of Crypto uh, edition. I guess it's the is it the April edition? Yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Cynthia was in there and uh, she she sent us over. I think a, I don't know if she was supposed to or not, but she sent us over, a, uh, you know, a, a sneaky copy. Uh, and I was going through, I was reading it and, and th- this thing's pretty fantastic. Um, very in-depth. Uh, the magazine looks great. 
Uh, it reads well. Uh, it's not, you know, it's not too hard of a read. It's not, it's not hard on the eyes. Everything flows nicely. Um, how, how has it been received uh, in the public? You guys pretty happy so far? Uh, are there plans to, to kind of reach out and, and get a, a bigger audience? Or what, what's the plan going forward kind of thing? Yeah, as of right now, honestly, I'm, I'm very happy as far as the response that we've gotten. Um, you know, of course, you're going to have a troll here or there and stuff. But the overall response has been nothing but, you know, extremely positive, but more so even motivating more for me. Um, you know, it's like adding more fuel to the fire because it's essentially, you know, something that we believed in and that we put effort into and we put it out there and now we're, you know, receiving back as far as, you know, positive affirmation of what we're doing is, is working or it's, it's being received well. It just, you know, it's just more motivation to keep doing what we're doing. Um, and yeah, we, we have a lot of awesome stuff coming up. We really do in these upcoming issues. Do we get any sneak peeks or like, can you, can you give us a little, little teaser of what we may see in, in some upcoming editions? I could give you a little something, I guess. I could give you a little something. Um, essentially, you know, like, we are crypto and we are lifestyle. So, of course, we love crypto. But here at Gokshin, obviously, we want to expand to just more than that. Yep. So, somebody in the next coming issue is not essentially has anything related to do with crypto in the space. All right. But has a very, very... Um, I guess you could say large following at what they do and are very, very good at what they do. Interesting. Um, as far as you can say, motivating people, helping people, um, watching their videos or seminars just gets you pumped up. And when we were interviewing this person, when we got the response back from his questions, mm -hmm. it just fired me up. You know, so that's what we want to be able to give to the readers too, as well. But we also look at it too, like crypto, this is us. You know what I mean? Everybody that believes in this, what can everybody do to help this space? So yes, essentially we want to engage our audience, but also we want to bring attention to the space as well. So now if we're able to use this person as far as to bring attention to the crypto space of of an audience that he has that isn't focused or even looking in the direction of crypto, right. now they may, you know, that, and that that's all that it takes. That's huge. That's that's exactly what you know. We sometimes, you know, I mean, we're guilty of it as well. You get into an echo chamber where you're just talking to the same people over and over again, and you know, the message isn't really getting outside of your little echo chamber. Um, but by bringing in you know, like you said, maybe non-crypto people, uh, and with with a with a broad enough reach, you can you can pull in more people. I think that is significantly more valuable, obviously, in the long run. I'm trying to figure out who it is. I mean, my mind's just going a mile a minute right now. I'm trying to put the pieces together. I might have to ask you uh, offline. <laughs> yeah, I can't uh, can't give away the goods before, but yeah, I I can appreciate that. I can appreciate that. Um, so I have a question for you. Uh, like sure. I said, you, you guys said in, like I said, in the about us section um, that there was going to be, is there a podcast? Is there going to be a podcast? Is it up and running already? The podcast is in the works. Okay. Um, 
so that, that that was as far you know the podcast was definitely a part of our plan you know when starting out mm-hmm. um but essentially we didn't want to you know we wanted to obviously solely focus on the magazine and then essentially branch out into different things gotcha. but we didn't want to spread ourselves too thin in the beginning because then the quality wouldn't be there a hundred percent no I, we yeah we definitely get that but um so, so do you have uh the talent already picked out for this podcast it's uh it's a very uh doggy dog world out here <laughs> it, it, I, it is it is it is uh, honestly it, it's we're, we're still brainstorming and we were even just like kicking around ideas because um when we do our our uh our team you know uh, meetings and whatnot we all hop in discord and there's like about maybe eight or nine of us and we were even like kicking around the idea of maybe somehow being able to record that and just having it raw, live, and unscripted because basically it's just like an hour and a half. Yeah, we're talking about business, but we're also just busting each other's balls. But then we get into, you know, topics and things make a left turn and a right turn and this and that. And then it's like, oh, wow, you know. This last hour, we put like you know Joe Rogan's podcast to shame. You know, like <laughs> like let, let's listen to these assholes. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I get this guy. You know what I mean? I hear you completely. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, we uh, we do those once in a while. We we had an episode the other day where we didn't have a guest, and it was the first time we didn't have a guest for like I think two two and a half months, almost three months, and we just unleashed the beast. We were so pent up, we hadn't had just a solo show where. Basically, we were doing that, just shooting the shit and, you know, busting balls and, and making jokes. And I think we went on for like an hour and 20 minutes. We're like, oh, smokes. Like, we definitely went a little too long on this one. But uh, no, folks seem to like it. So uh, we, we do like, I think, I think that's the new type of media people like to take in is where they feel, where, where they feel like they're in the middle of a conversation uh, that they just can't necessarily participate in. They can hear it, but, you know, they just can't interact. Um, I think Howard Stern was probably the first, was really the godfather of of creating that environment. Uh, and guys like Joe Rogan, Mark Marin, uh, you know, people like that kind of kind of took over. Uh, there's a lot of lot of good content out there uh, in in that type of style. I think that people really really connect with. So I think I think you're right. I think that is the the right move. Yeah, no, it, it definitely interests us for sure. You know what I mean? Because it, I, I enjoy it anyway. You know, are you and, a podcast listener yourself? Like some people like are just insane with them and some people are kind of hit and miss. Are you like a person that just consumes like, you know, 12 podcasts a day? Uh, me personally, I'm not an avid listener like that, but if there, there are a few uh, team members that do um, listen, to, you know, to multiple podcasts like Brecht, obviously, including um there's other people that like to watch there's way better podcasts than ours out there <laughs> no. i would i would recommend probably a thousand before ours but uh see uh, we, like this we appreciate is, the that, love. that that's why i would listen to you right there you know what i mean <laughs> that comment right there you got me my and my pants are still on you know what i mean <laughs> like i'm ready to party you know that's funny so uh yeah know what we uh we do like to uh we do like to party we call ourselves the party in a podcast so um we like i said i'm i'm the guy that's uh that likes the the, the more recreational stuff uh bunchu he's more the uh the the gambling degenerate gambler type and cynthia is obviously our power drinker uh so we try to cover all the degen areas uh, of life so uh it's a it's a good time we like we like to have fun 
But get get back to the magazine here. Um, what? Obviously, like you said, you want, you're trying to reach out uh, with different things. I saw, I believe, on this issue, you guys go through um, the top five. I want to say wristwatches or like watches. I, I, I'm I'm a big fan of watches. Yeah, five great watches under three thousand dollars. That's I think that's the uh, the article. Uh, is there is it like five great watches under like like a thousand dollars we can do? <laughs> can we uh, tear this down a little bit? Yeah, I'm like that's like fifteen grand worth of watches right there. <laughs> if I wanted to get all five, uh, are you a big watch guy? Uh, I do. I, I personally. You know, I, I like jewelry. I, I like, you know, nice things and stuff. You know, I just never had the pleasure to enjoy those things. You know, now I, you're, you said you're in New York. Yes. Is it true that you can get like, you know, the the $3,000 watch for like a hundred bucks kind of thing or oh, something yeah, that, that looks pretty, I know a guy. pretty quick? Yeah, you, yeah, everybody knows a guy, right? Every, yeah, no, yeah, no, but yeah, that a hundred percent. Yeah, there's there's places now. Are they the city, like Canal Street, Are they like stuff. noticeably bad? Or to, to be honest, you know, to a regular, I guess you could say, noob like me. And yeah, exactly. Like that, a watch. I, I, I wouldn't know. I, I, I really wouldn't know. You know what I mean? I, I, it's because one, I'm going into it blind, so I, I'm not really sure what to look for. Right. Um, but it's it's a multi multi million dollar industry as far like as like I, I know I've picked up watches like knockoff watches online, and some of them were okay. Some of them were pretty good. And some of them are just absolute trash. What, like put uh, together with bubble gum or something? Oh my goodness! It was the, the yeah the the, the 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 watch hands were just painted on. It was always three o'clock. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that that's interesting to me. I know. Uh, I think Fluffy Pony, the uh, lead dev from Monero, is a big watch guy. Uh, so I know crypto and watches tend to go hand in hand. And obviously, on Twitter the other day, we had the. Uh, <laughs> the watch meme uh, fiasco over the weekend. I thought that was pretty funny. I don't know if you, you caught that at all, where the guy um, decided, I think he basically says like, oh, I'm going to treat myself. I, I treated myself to a new watch and he's showing off his watch and his hand appears to have like no knuckle, kind of has like a fat hand with zero knuckles. It was a very odd looking picture. And then everybody just obviously, you know, attacked him like hounds, uh, which was hilarious. Um, but I like a good, I like a good meme, uh, you know, earthquake. Uh, no, yeah, definitely in our discord server too, as well. We have see, like, we like to keep it light. Like we like to have fun. Like, you know what I mean? Like the magazine is, is, you know, business and professional too. But then like our like discord server is like, we have like sections for that. Like as far as like, we have like a meme section where basically everybody just like posts like funny memes throughout the, the week and stuff like that. And then. We have like a sports section where obviously like, you know, I, I, I'm a big degenerate gambler myself as well. Nice. So me and your co-hosts <laughs> would get along. Um, Very well. Yeah. Um, so I, us- I usually post um, uh, sports picks in there. Um, Are you a football guy? Yeah. See, that's the only thing I really try to now bet on only is NFL because Back okay. in the day, I'd bet on two roaches crawling across the floor. Right. <laughs> you know, who's getting to the other side fast? That one roach looks swole as hell. <laughs> Yo, right? Seriously. Uh, looks like it was leg day for the other guy. I'm yeah, taking no this guy. kidding. Uh, <laughs> so I would be remiss if I didn't ask the question. Uh, my my co-host, Bunch, who's a big uh, New York Giants fan. Are you a Jets or a Giants fan? 
Ooh, listen, this is gonna be a shocker for a lot of New York fans, and Uh-oh. I'll will tell you the guys. Truth is coming what, out. Yeah, uh, listen, I'll tell you what my what my what's your heart saying. Oh no no, I'm listen. I'm a diehard Cowboys fan. Oh okay, um, all right. So it's it, it's a it's a big thing, I guess. Especially like football is very big in New York, but also yeah. being arch rivals too within the same division and stuff like that. And it, yeah, I just. So you're a big Cowboys them. fan. Now, yeah. I'm not a huge NFL guy. I stick to one sport. Um, uh, I'm, a, I'm a big NBA guy. Uh, gotcha. But as far as I know, the Cowboys have been shitty for like ever uh, since like the 90s. Is this correct? Has this been? You know? Oh, yeah. No, okay. yeah. They, they haven't been good since. Like, so if Irving you're a fan, that means you're a real fan if you're still following them. It's not like you're a LeBron Miami fan. You know what I mean? Uh like if you're still a Cowboys fan today, that means you're a true Cowboys fan. I think that sp- sp- uh, speaks a lot to your credibility as a, as a Cowboys fan. Yeah, no, thank you. Uh, yeah, it's it's been a rough uh, last you could say fifteen going on sixteen years now. Yeah, <laughs> that's too bad. Uh, like, do you guys still have like Des Bryant and stuff? I knew he was on the team for a little bit. Nah, man, he's, is he, he got, gone? He was trying. <laughs> he wanted too much money. Jerry uh, let him go. Well, I know uh, Bonchu was heartbroken the other day. Uh, the Giants had, like, the number six pick and apparently whiffed on it. Uh, he was very upset. I think most Giants fans were. Uh, where were you? Did you guys have, like, a good draft pick this year? The, did the Cowboys draft it well? Uh, we, we actually traded our first-round uh, draft pick midseason last, last year for okay. um, Omari Cooper, which obviously paid off tenfold for us so i Perfect. think we came out way way ahead nice where would that pick have been this year like a like mid-round kind of thing yeah i believe so mid-round towards the end um i'm not 100 percent but honestly it, if you're not a top 10 get out of here yeah even so i that, that talent it, it's it's hard to find and half these kids that you know come into the draft like yeah they look great on paper but right can they really perform you know, that's a whole nother, you know, a whole nother question. That's something that's, that you can't put in, you know, a stat, you know, or scouting. You know, it's just, it's a whole different ball game going Intangibles. from college to the pro. Exactly. No, I hear you, man. I hear you. See, I'm a big Laker fan. Uh, I guess the Lakers would be the equivalent of the Cowboys of the NFL. Yeah. Um, we're, we're shitty this year, too. We got like a top 10 pick in the draft coming up. So we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm a little disheartened after this season, so. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. You, got, in, you guys gonna get LeBron some help, man. I know. Jeez, it's it's a whole it's a whole issue. I I mean, we got we got ownership issues. We got head off, you know head office stuff problems. I mean, it's 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 a it's a tire fire these days. So uh, and we and we have LeBron, which is even better. Uh, so so we'll see. Maybe KD will come over and and play LeBron. Who knows. Uh, he just dropped 50 points uh, to close out a, a series, which was pretty awesome. Uh, so I could use him. Uh, that would be terrific. Uh, but anyways, I would like to know, because obviously uh, this is magazine talk. We like to talk. I, I like to talk in the in the realm of where the guest, uh, you know, does business. Uh, so you know, growing up, what were some of your, like, go-to magazines, if you will? Uh, Playboy. Yeah, were uh, you a play? Yeah, like like we see, we grew yeah. up in the '90s. Like I, I was Playboy I, I, was getting phased out. I think it, right. It it was like so like when you you found one, it was like a, it was like a relic, but it was also also like, 
like I heard about these things, you know. Right. So I like the you. only way I, I I actually seen them was when I would go to friends' houses that had older brothers and stuff. Right. Or dads that had the pile. I had a buddy that had a dad that had a stack of them. We we would steal them and bring them. You know, we'd put them in your book bag and you know hide them between your mat. I I had uh in my, in my base in my basement bedroom growing up, I had like a drop ceiling, and you could like tuck stuff in. And man, I, I mean, they sold the house. I don't know. I, I, there's there's a stockpile of, uh, you know, illicit drugs uh, and pornography on those on, above those tiles. Like you wouldn't believe. Um, <laughs> so besides Playboy, like, were you like a Sports Illustrated guy? Were you, uh, like, a, like a you, you mentioned uh, you you play video games? Were you into the, like the video game magazines or anything like that? Uh, yeah, I would get a few. Uh some of the gaming mags and stuff like when you know back in the day go to toys r us and stuff like that you know you would get a game they would have like you know whatever magazines were out for that month um but other than that i i liked um east bay which was basically of like course a, yeah sport, east you bay. Know, sporting sneakers absolutely i used to uh i used to like in canada they didn't i, I maybe they do now but when i was a kid they didn't deliver into canada so uh i had to get it delivered to uh, a post uh, like a PO box in Michigan and then I would my my parents would like drive us across the border and, and I go pick it up there but yeah East Bay was I loved I love the basketball shoes from East Bay that was my favorite growing up so one yeah, of my no, favorite really cool. I was gonna say what changed the game for me though for magazines uh was Maxim I think that was the magazine that you know you could have like your parents wouldn't necessarily take it away from you immediately like you know what I mean you could read it for the articles and it was still like it was this happy medium where your parents were happy and you were happy you know what I mean yeah exactly. would you agree would you agree yeah, there definitely as long as you didn't bring home like the cover where it was like worn you know, down like yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly you know what I'm talking about the pages yeah, were yeah. a little wrinkly but yeah. besides that or if it didn't say like top 10 sex tips or something you know what right. I mean? right right and then like saying oh mom i need this for health class you know really didn't slide too well you know <laughs> no we're learning about sex you know but you know oral sex wasn't taught today you know i'm trying to no. catch up i'm trying to learn before the <laughs> yeah. teacher explains this i <laughs> uh, see i grew up i went to catholic school growing up i had to really learn it on the fly i didn't know what was going on they didn't teach us anything i was all hearsay for me uh, so I found this article, this uh, Ranker article, uh, where it ranks the top five uh, Maxim magazine covers. And I feel, for, for a sense of nostalgia, I think we should uh, go over these top fives. What do you say? Sure, let's do it. Okay. So this is the Ranker.com Best Maxim Cover Edition. Uh, so coming in at number five... I agree with this one uh, pretty uh, pretty fervently. Um, I, I want to get the name. I want to pronounce the name properly. It's Danielle, either Fischel or Fischel, and uh, you might remember her from Topanga off of Boy Meets World. Oh yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was a big Boy Meets World fan as a kid, and Topanga definitely uh, made me feel feelings um, <laughs> at that age. And in this uh, magazine, uh, or in this cover, she is uh, all grown up and uh, looking very good. So she comes in at number five on Ranker.com. 
Um, you remember Boy Meets World? You watched that growing up? Yeah. You watched it, like, remember like TGIF? Definitely. All that fun stuff? That was actually uh, <laughs> some questions I did with uh, DG in our last um, last issue or whatever. Uh, actually, some questions like that, some rapid fire questions. Basically, we asked him, uh, you know, The Wire, The Sopranos, and then I uh, threw in a fun one like that uh, as far as Boy Meets World or Saved by the Bell. <laughs> you know? Uh, but uh, he went with Saved by the Bell. Oh, I don't know. The Wire, though. That's, uh, that's a pretty good one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, not between the two. It's either The Wire or The Sopranos. You know, The Wire and Saved by the Bell. Listen, if he, if he chose Saved by the Bell or The Wire, he'd be he looking a big for fan. a new business partner. You know He's a big, big Zach Morris fan. <laughs> hey, listen. It's 2019. You know, so, it's cool. what, did, what would you answer between The Sopranos and The Wire? Ooh. Uh, There were certain seasons about The Wire that were just incredible. Right? I were agree. just incredible. Like, yo, like, I still can't, like, certain, certain episodes about The Wire, like, where, like, I forget if, I think it was, like, season two when they were, like, jumping the five where they were beeping people. Well, yep. where the number that they were put in, they were jumping the five. Yeah, jump the five. Was, yeah, I thought that Down was Down the middle. Genius. You know, like, yo, my mind You're right, exploded. though. I think that was season two. Yeah, my mind exploded. I just love the fact that every season, like you said, you start season two and it's this completely new storyline. You know what I mean? Like you still had your same players, but you were introduced to new players. And like, I love the whole, like the, like the docs. I love that whole, uh, that's actually one of my favorite seasons, season two. But then you, you know, like you go, you go further in, you get, you know, Snoop. Uh, you you know like Snoop the girl uh, yeah, of yeah as as she comes in do you know that she was like a real like she wasn't an actress that was like a real like like gangbanger that they got to play the role like she was in prison before and she was in prison after the show yeah I I forgot where I seen that but yeah like they pretty much like pulled her right off the street and stuff they did that with a lot of a lot of characters I forgot all of them there was probably a good half a dozen where they were real people from Baltimore. Uh, not actors or actresses, um, I, but again, you know, the, the Sopranos was amazing on its own. Uh, it, it, that's a that's a difficult. I would probably lean uh, with you uh, on the wire, but it's that that's a tough call between those two. So we'll yeah. move on. Um, I got number four here. Um, I don't know if I necessarily agree with it, but we have Britney Spears in the. Uh, this is what's the month here. Uh, this is 2000 April, 2009. So this is an older Britney. Um, she's looking all right, but I don't know. Was never a huge Britney Spears fan. What you, Vinny, were you a big Britney fan? Uh, Visually, obviously not musically. Uh, <laughs> a little both. I'm not going to lie. You know, oh, a little, all right. Both, a little both. You know what it was? We, is because I guess when that time was coming out, you know, I, I have a younger sister. Mm-hmm. So that was always... You know, my room would be, you could say, blasting Eminem, and then it would be, sure. you know, Britney Spears next door. Yep. But uh, she was definitely appealing as far as visually looking, w- without a doubt. But I she, mean, she wasn't when in I my was top a, three then, I don't think. I was going to say, when, when she first came out, when I was a kid, and uh, she came out with, like, the first, like, Hit Me Baby One More Time, like, that was, my, my, my teenage brain was, like, just mush after that one. That one... That one wrecked me for, for a very long time. But I think shortly after that, I was, I, I, don't know if, uh, I don't know if there was another one that came into, 
into my into my view, but uh, I, I feel like I, I wasn't on Britney very long. So I'm going to move on to number three here. Um, this is number three Maxim cover. Uh, this is Rosie Huntington Whiteley. I'm not very familiar with her, but uh, do you know this name? No, I don't. No, I, she, she just, I think she's just a model. I think she's a Victoria's Secret. Yeah, she's a Victoria's Secret angel. Um, and those people are not human. Uh, they, are, <laughs> they are from uh, a different planet because uh, I don't know how people are made like that. Like what kind of parent, like just the just the best looking parents are making like these ultra like good looking people, I guess. I'm not sure. But yeah, she is uh, a 12 out of 10. Um, so I get why she's in the top three. Uh, number two is a, I think a German model. This this magazine cover the show me is in German, so I really can't read it. Uh, but her name is Joanna Krupa, and uh, the tagline is the sexiest beach girl in the world. And this is from uh, July two thousand and four. Again, uh, ridiculously good looking. Um, but I'm not very familiar with her uh, body of work, if you will. You know this one? I'm looking at pictures. She like her face is definitely familiar, um, but I, I can't place her. Anymore. I haven't made up to the. I haven't made my way up to the face yet. Uh, give me four more. Hang on, hang on. But yeah, no, very attractive lady. Um, so you know, rightfully deserving of a number two spot here in the uh, ranker uh, Maxim cover edition. Uh, but number one, I, I mean, I feel, I feel like I made this one. Uh, I feel like this is my list and this is who I would have at number one. And that is uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Uh, this is an ultra hot uh, cover. Uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt, since I was a kid, I think, we're, I think we're about the same age. So she was in a show uh, when I was a kid called um, Kids Incorporated. And it was like... Remember, like, the Mickey Mouse Club? Like, Justin Timberlake was in a Britney Spears, that kind of thing? Yes. There was, like, a knockoff one called Kids Incorporated. I forget who else was in it, but definitely Jennifer Love Hewitt was in it. I remember thinking, like, I, I don't know, I was, like, seven or eight years old. Like, this chick's hot. And then, you know, as I got older, she was in movies, and I Know What You Did Last Summer, and just get, kept getting hotter and hotter and hotter. And I, I, to this day, I still think she's in my top five, like, most attractive women. Uh, I think Jennifer Love Hewitt, Jennifer Love Hewitt is uh, a timeless beauty, if you will. Right. What What are your opinions on on JLH? Uh, no, yes, yeah, she uh, she definitely gets it going for me. That's for sure. Yeah, uh, I, I'm I'm with you 100. Uh, <laughs> percent I think I, I think I know what you did last summer. That was that's really where like I looked at her and was like, wow, you know, like, she was yeah, always that was like, peak. yeah, like pretty, you know, she was always pretty yes. before then, but then it was like, yeah, that was next level. I she's agree. a woman. And yes. like now, like I'm a man, so we need to meet, <laughs> you know, I'm yeah, ready I, now. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to, I'm ready to accept you, Jennifer. Love you. Uh, I love it. No, that's awesome. So that's uh, the ranker.com best Maxim cover edition number five to number one, with number one being Jennifer Love Hewitt. I agree uh, 100% with this one. So, I mean, I have, that pretty much does it for me for my segments. I want to give you a little bit more time to talk about um, the magazine, where we can find you. Um, you know, I know you guys are heavy on social media right now, so I'll let you talk about that a little bit. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, obviously, anybody listening, you guys can you know feel free to check out our website, gokshin.com. Um, feel free to sign up for our, you know, weekly newsletter. Uh, we like to do, you know, a roundup as far as, you know, little insights as far as, you know, main topics as far as what hit the street, you know, the previous week. Uh, give a little recap as far as, you know, how Bitcoin performed or whatnot. Usually we'll get some input from some of our, you know, traders and whatnot. Um, it, it all depends, but it, but it's cool. Um, as far as the magazine standpoint, um, we have a lot of really a lot of cool stuff coming up in in some of these you know some of these articles. Um, our writers do you know a really fantastic job of you know coming up with with these ideas and you know putting them all into sections. I give you guys you know a little a little sneak as far as you know just some topics that we're looking into covering. Um, you know, so as far as from like a trading perspective, um, we talk about you know dollar cost averaging versus active trading um and then you know we have our sections as far as where we do you know insights into actually crypto um so for you know one of these specific you know articles we're talking about uh blockchain and crypto take command of like the travel industry um and then we talk about crypto in as far as you know other countries and stuff maybe like venezuela um but then but then we we try to talk about things that are outside of crypto too as well you know maybe some motivational tips some beginner's guide to meditation uh, i know our previous issue we talked about lucid dreaming which is really really cool um, interesting have you ever seen like the movie inception and stuff like that of course yeah yeah so it, it's basically like how to try to achieve that transit state and basically how you can you know train your body or your mind into being able to get into that state know you're dreaming and essentially be able to control your dreams and whatnot very cool yeah i like so. that stuff like uh i feel like i'm pretty good at like maybe not controlling my dreams but i have very vivid dreams and i'm able to recount them fairly easily in the morning uh my wife uh she uh thinks that i'm a freak of nature um and then our oldest daughter she's five uh, she has been blessed with the gift of uh, dream, uh, being able to recount her dreams fairly easily. So uh, she'll wake up and literally run into my room, uh, wake me up, like poke me in the face and have her face about one inch away from mine and just literally not nonstop discuss exactly what she had been dreaming about all night long. So I get woken up by like just just the stream of consciousness uh, every every morning for my five year old. So um, I, I get it. I, I sit and listen to her. I think they're pretty funny. Uh, but uh, I wish I could like the lucid dreaming meaning you'd be able to control what's happening in your dreams more correct yes uh, it, I believe there's like advanced stages of it you know I'm I'm not essentially sure how you know how basically how far down the rabbit hole that you can go like I just mm -hmm. know from my own experiences where I've been able to essentially realize that I am dreaming and essentially control me or where I've woken up and I've been able to put myself back into that same into that same dream. Yeah, which is, which is really cool. And then there's times where I'm like, oh, I'm like digging and digging and get digging. Back. Please you, get back. Yeah, get back. Get back. She was just about to take her clothes off, you know, and and it's just not happening. I hear you. Well, I had a I had a very vivid dream the other day. Uh, you know, like sometimes you get those dreams that are just it feels like you're dreaming for hours and hours and hours. And this is one of those. And at one point in this dream, 
uh, I meet Tiger Woods. Okay. Nice. And I, we're not golf. Like we're at like this function and he happens to be there and I happen to bump into him. We start talking and he starts ripping me on what I'm wearing on like my shirt. And he's like, he's like making fun of me. And I'm like, what the hell? And I look down and I realize I'm wearing like a Tiger Woods official brand shirt. I'm like, well, what are you making fun of me? It's your shirt. Uh, and he thought that was really funny. And uh, uh, so I, I don't know if my lifelong dream is to make Tiger Woods laugh or what, but I thought that was pretty funny. Um, uh, yeah, so it was, it was a weird one, but uh, the weird ones are usually the funnier ones. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I think there's all some kind of, you know, hidden message with dreams, whether it's like your, subco- your subconscious at work, whether you realize it or not, or something that like it's just being picked upon from like a library in your brain that, you know, it's being touched upon from something you've seen from like eight, nine years ago or something. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's interesting. I like that. I, I'm a big, uh, I like these types of things. So uh, just like, the, like we do the same thing with our podcast. We don't want to drown everybody with crypto talk all the time. So we try to mix in some fun stuff. Um, I like what you guys are doing. Um, you had mentioned you guys have a discord. Uh, where can, where can, like, what's the discord address? Where can we find you on Twitter? And are you guys on Instagram too, I believe, right? Yes. Uh, we have all the socials. They're all listed on our website on uh, gokshin.com. Um, yeah, there's a link there too, as well for our discord. Um, also Perfect. we have our merch store there too, as well. Um, but yeah, definitely be sure to follow our Twitter handle at Gokshin because we send out at least once or twice a month. Uh, we send out some promos for like the merch. Um, I believe the previous one that just expired was a uh, 20% off everything. What? Um, some uh, upcoming one I think we, we have is going to be free shipping, I believe starting May 1st. Um, but another cool thing too, as far as like the merch store and stuff like that, like we open it up to, you know, it's not just limited to in-house as far as like our, our designers, you know, we open it up to, as far as anybody that wants to submit any type of designs and stuff, we, we welcome them. You know, obviously it's going to be vetted or whatnot by our staff, like our, our director of art or whatnot is going to, you know, if this makes the cut or whatnot. But, you know, we want to give back to people, too. Like, you know, any, any way we can, like, not essentially give back. We're not like Robin Hood here, but <laughs> we, we, we all want to grow together. So, like, if, if somebody we believe, you know, has a talent or and we can help, you know, as far as, you know, show other people their work, you know, like that, that, that's what we want to do, too. I like it. I'm a big fan of that that and how's the merch been going we actually just opened up a merch uh section on our website and we don't give any discounts uh we it's full pop you want our stuff you're paying through the nose for it (laughs) i'm glad you can get deals i'm gonna go check out your website if i can get deals i'm probably more inclined to buy it i haven't figured out how to give out deals on our merch site yet (laughs) Uh, we could we could talk offline we swap some ideas Sounds good. Maybe we well, even trade one. I'll send you a few. You send. Well, me a maybe few. we do that. That sounds like a good idea. All right, uh, you send me first. I'll send you next. <laughs> <time>. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds good. That sounds good. But anyways, I think that wraps it up for us. Uh, anything else you want to add in there? No, nah, man. Like like I said, honestly, guys, it was an absolute pleasure uh, to be here. But anybody listening, guys, follow Gokshin, um because every one thousand followers, as far as up to. Uh, five thousand uh, DGs giving away a hundred dollars in Bitcoin at every uh, thousand what? interval. What? So um, yeah, it's just it's some 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 do you know what I mean? Everybody loves free Bitcoin, man. So. Everybody does love free Bitcoin. That is a fact. That's a scientific fact. Well, let's go, people. Let's let's get some free Bitcoin from from DG. 
Um, this is this is good stuff. Uh, so that that does it for me, Chamber. Uh, Vinny, I just want to say thank you very much for coming on. We really appreciate it. Um, and until next time, don't get wrecked. And that is financial advice. <laughs>